Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. people how are you all doing i hope you're having a wonderful morning wonderful afternoon wonderful evening whenever you are listening to this this is somewhat grown up with Gemma miller i will always be Gemma miller hello it's great to speak to you again this week i hope you all have had a wonderful week the weather has been super crazy with me at the minute um i film oh my gosh I always do this. When I'm recording these podcast episodes, I always talk about them as if I'm filming a YouTube video. So I'll say like, oh, I'm filming this or thank you for watching this. And I listen to it back and I get so annoyed at myself, but I'm trying to get my head around this whole podcasting space. So do bear with me. We're going to get there together. But anyway, I record these episodes a couple of weeks in advance. I am super busy at the minute. So these are recorded a few weeks out so like you're going to be listening to this in like two weeks time but basically at the weekend I worked at the Royal Ascot which if you don't know what it is it's like a big horse racing event and it's called Ascot throughout the year but this one weekend a year it becomes the Royal Ascot the Royal Family attend it it's like a massive event it's full of a lot of rich people and I had the opportunity to go and work there for a TV production company. I was a runner so I was helping out like behind the scenes and it was a interesting thing to have done. It's a very strange thing to talk about that I did but anyway at the event the weather was just crazy so I got there on the Thursday. The Friday it was 33 degrees, which I don't know what that is like converted into Fahrenheit and stuff, but it was so, so hot. I was sweating. I was in a long sleeve dress. You have to be in like a full, very formal attire. Like the dresses have to be kind of below the knee. You have to wear these headpieces or a hat, which give you the worst headache. They look great and it all looks great with everybody together, but I had the worst headache by the end of the day. I was sweating all day. It was so much fun, but I was just so, so hot. By the end of the day, I got in the shower and I like switched it straight onto cold and I just stood there for 15, 20 minutes, just cooling myself down. And I never do that. I never have a cold shower, but I was that hot after the Friday. And then on the Saturday, it was raining. It was freezing. It was windy. It was just not fun. And I don't understand how in Britain, I promise I am, I'm a very British person. I'm going to talk about the weather a lot on this podcast with you, but how did it go from being 33 degrees one day to I don't know what the temperature actually was on the Saturday, but it was so, so cold. And then I didn't end up getting home until like 10 p.m. on the Saturday. So I've been tired. My feet are hurting. But what an experience it was. Honestly, I 
had the best time. It was amazing. Like, I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity to do that. I managed to get into it because of family members that work in the business and stuff. And it was just incredible. It was amazing to meet presenters, to meet all the backstage crew and like to get to know the behind the scenes of filming like a TV production and covering an event that is as amazing as this. It was incredible. Like I had the best time. I felt very out of place. I was so anxious and nervous going into it, but I honestly just had the best time and I am so grateful to have had that opportunity. But I feel like at the minute I have been doing so many random things and I am loving it. Like I'm somebody who I I spoke about this. I've spoken about this before, right? I quit my job I want to say about a month ago now, I'm not too sure, but I kind of stayed around and did a few shifts with them. But before quitting that job, I worked there for six years. I didn't really do anything else. Like I did a couple of other things here and there, but like I mainly just worked that job and it was very consistent. It was very great. Like I enjoyed my time there. But since leaving, I have done so many like random bits. I've got back into doing YouTube. I've started this podcast. Like I'm doing so many random things and it's really just spicing up my day every day is completely different and I love it and I've realized I feel like this is kind of where I want to go in my life. I don't want to have a like stagnant job that is just the same in and out every single day. I really want to find something that I can do that is different all the time, that keeps me on my toes, that is like exciting to do and I wake up and I get really excited to do it and if I hadn't have left my job and started trying to find other opportunities, I wouldn't have known that. And I would have just stayed comfortable in my position. So I so I feel like this is a sign that if you feel like you are really just in a stable position that you're comfortable in, but also you want more for yourself, this is your sign to push the boat out and try something that makes you uncomfortable. Do something that makes you uncomfortable, but is going to put you in a better position and is potentially going to change your life and like change how you view life because I have just always thought that I'm going to go into like a nine to five not not that there is anything wrong with a nine to five job let me just add but I just always thought that was what I was going to do and I was going to go into like an office job or just anything that I could find leaving university but now I think this has made me realize that I want to try and push the boat out and take a few more risks with my life. I feel like that's what's going to make me excited to wake up every morning because working at Royal Ascot this weekend and doing something that I never ever would have seen myself doing, not even a month ago. I literally only signed up for this a couple of weeks ago. So like I didn't know I was going to do this. This was something new. This was something that was kind of sprung on me last minute and I said yes to it and I'm so, so glad I did and I'm glad I didn't turn it down just because I was a bit nervous or I was a bit anxious to do it. I'm so excited I said yes to that opportunity and it's just made me feel great. I, th- I said a few weeks ago I was feeling really stressed and then I took a chilled week and I felt 10 times better and now I'm like doing different activities every day like one day I could be filming some YouTube videos the next I could be editing them could be recording an episode for this podcast then I was working at the Royal Ascot and now I'm going on holiday in a few weeks like there's always stuff that's keeping me on my toes at the minute and I love it I love it so so much that I definitely want my life to be a little bit like this 
I kind of thrive a little bit in a stressful kind of hectic environment like I've really realized that if I have nothing going on I will get very comfortable and I will settle in that situation but when I'm in a situation where I have a lot to do or I need to get a lot of done in one day I'm starting to thrive in those conditions which maybe is not good and I'm very happy that I am taking a holiday in a few weeks because I definitely do need a break and I do need to like wind myself back and take a minute to kind of breathe and like feel grateful for the position that I'm in but being in an environment that is really pushing me to keep moving forward and it's really just constantly pushing me out of my comfort zone and making me do things that I wouldn't usually do it's making me a much better person like it's making me feel happier about life it's giving me a bit of a different outlook and I'm really really enjoying it so that is what I have been up to this past week I worked at the Royal Ascot which is not something I'm going to probably say ever again but it was an incredible experience nonetheless and I feel amazing for it even though I have to admit my feet are killing me and I wore flats all weekend. I did like 16 to 20,000 steps every day that I was there and I do not know how some of these ladies were in like six inch high heels all day. How did you do it? I do not understand but what I did think was incredible when we were leaving the event and like as you come out a lot of people drink at Ascot. I'm going to talk about that a bit later but these women in these hills, I felt so sorry for some of them. A lot of girls had like taken their heels off. They were walking barefoot, but outside the compound. And I don't, this is a brilliant business move, but it also was just making me laugh because these, like there was a woman and then there was a man further down the road and they had like massive carrier bags full of flip-flops and they were selling them for five pound each five pound each for flip-flops and guess what they were Primark flip-flops if you go into Primark you can get these exact same flip-flops for 50p and they were standing outside of Ascot selling them for a fiver a piece imagine that kind of situation it was so funny to walk past and see them selling them but like ladies were lining up to buy them even a couple men were lining up to buy them like people were just desperate because their feet were like hurting so much especially on the friday when it was boiling hot but i just found it hilarious because i would never think about buying five pound primark flip-flops unless i was in that situation i can't say whether i feel like that's a very it's a very interesting business decision to have made and i would just love to know who came up with the idea to do that because it is so weird and so wacky but also what a great idea because people were in desperate need of like comfy flip-flops like comfy shoes at that point and they were there to provide that goods it was so funny so that has been my week i hope you've also had a wonderful week this week now we're going to go to a little break but when we come back we're going to be talking about drinking alcohol and I'm not a drinker, so I want to share with you how it feels to be the only sober person surrounded by drunk people. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
welcome back so as i was saying before i was working at ascot this weekend and at ascot people drink a lot there was a lot of different bars obviously pims is a classic british drink that was being sold everywhere there was beers everywhere there was wine every like you could get probably any sort of alcohol you wanted you could find there was a cocktail bar there also was a non-alcoholic cocktail bar and let me tell you that was the only corner of Ascot that did not have a single human being in it. Everybody else was at the like alcoholic bars. And I think that speaks volumes for the crowd that <laughs> appears at Ascot. But it was absolutely brilliant. I loved watching people like that. But obviously because I was working, I wasn't drinking. But in everyday life, I'm also not a big drinker. Like I'll have a glass of wine at the weekend or... I don't know I find just like when I was a bit younger and I say that I'm literally only 21 right now but I feel like I've kind of had my drinking days I feel like I'm a bit over it I don't enjoy waking up the next day with a headache I hate being sick and alcohol just always makes me sick like I don't even have to drink that much and I'll wake up the next day with like the worst headache and being sick everywhere and I just I don't enjoy it I also don't like when I'm out I like to be in control of myself and in control of what I am doing and I have had way too many moments where I have been too drunk and I have done stuff that I never would have done if I had been sober. So all of that is built up like over the years and it's just led me to a point where I just do not really drink much and that is fine, that is not a problem. However, sometimes it is when it comes to social situations and it's not something I ever thought about until I was the sober one about what it actually feels like to be the sober one surrounded by drunk people when you're in those situations. So I don't, me and my friends don't really go out a lot or we don't really drink anyway, but they, they do drink, like they drink more than me. As I was saying, I probably will have like a glass of wine at the weekend. I love a bit of ouzo, which is like a spirit type drink. So like every now and again, I'll have a bit of that, but I don't like drink to the point of being drunk like I'll have one drink of an evening rather than like five or six or seven however many you can manage like I don't push my limits I kind of just have one just to if I enjoy the taste of it I'll have it if I don't enjoy the taste of it I won't have it because that's another thing alcohol does not taste nice at all like in my opinion it just doesn't really except like I like a glass of wine I like ouzo but vodka it does not taste nice and you cannot convince me that it ever can taste nice because I've never had a drink with vodka in it that actually tastes nice before but when I have gone out with my friends and when like they've been drinking I haven't or in there's just been a few situations in my life where I've been the sober one and like everybody else has got drunk and I don't have a problem with that I still have a great time I can tend to like if you're in a club and there's music playing and stuff I can have just as good of a time if I am completely sober as the people that also drink like I don't have to have a drink in order to feel like okay now I can go on the dance floor or if there was karaoke I would happily do it sober like I don't need a drink to do those things I will push myself out of my comfort zone I'll get a bit anxious about it but I also will have a great time just doing it sober I don't need a drink to do that and if you do that's not a problem like I used to I just now don't really enjoy the feeling the next day so I've kind of just forced myself to do that stuff sober but it's so funny sometimes when you're around certain people like my friends do not have a problem with it the people I surround myself with don't have a problem with the fact I don't drink but some people it shocks them 
especially because I'm 21, like I'm in my early 20s, there's not many people in their early 20s that don't drink, although I feel like there's a lot more than people actually realise. Like, I wouldn't say I am abnormal. I wouldn't say me not drinking is like not normal for someone of my age. There are a lot of people that don't drink my age. But when you tell someone you're 21 and you don't really drink much, people get shocked. People are like, so what do you do on a night out? Like, how do you enjoy yourself? What do you do of an evening? And I'm like, I just have a great time without alcohol. Like, I'm, I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know what you mean by that kind of question, you know? <laughs> it's weird. It's so strange how like some people get, so shocked by it or when you're like actually out and you're ordering drinks and you're the only one who orders a mocktail but like when you're in a situation where you're the only one who hasn't ordered alcohol it is funny how sometimes it kind of not gets pressured on you and this is not by my friends like my friends would never ever be like this but actual like bartenders and actual like people around you that aren't a part of the group you're with it's so funny the way they'll be like, oh no, just do a shot, just do a shot, it's not going to harm you, just do one, just do one. And I'm like, no, I genuinely just do not want to do it. But some people are just so shocked by that and they're like, no, 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 you do want one, you want one, go on, have it, have it, have it. And like, we'll try and force it on you and I'm, like sometimes it makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable because you're like, well, should, should I, should I just have it just to shut them up or like, do I just hold my ground and keep going and I as I said I'm very anxious and that puts pressure on me that I just do not need I don't need to explain myself to everybody why I don't drink alcohol like if I don't want to drink alcohol there is not a problem in that it does not mean I'm pregnant I get that so much so much if I'm the only one not ordering an alcoholic drink you don't even know the looks you get or the like oh Oh, is it? Is it because? Um, is it because there's a bun in the oven? No, I just do not want to drink alcohol. Please just respect my decision to not drink alcohol. But then you also have a lot of people who like don't care, because how I see it is, if I don't want to drink alcohol, there shouldn't be a problem with that. I don't mind you drinking alcohol. I don't care what you do to your body. That is your choice, and I don't do it for like a big spiritual reason or like for a health reason. I just do it because I do not want to be hungover the next day you know, if I, if I didn't get hungover, I probably would still be drinking, like, it's just a personal decision of mine, because I, my body cannot handle alcohol, so therefore I don't want to drink anymore, but I'm not going to judge you for drinking alcohol, therefore why should you judge me for not drinking alcohol, but it is funny how some people do get so shocked by that, and I've always, I'm so confused about why, because why would you care? why would you care that I'm not drinking alcohol? Like, it doesn't really affect anybody other than me because I'm still having a great time. Like, I'm not going to be a Debbie Downer. I'm not going to, like, put a bad note on your night just because I'm not drinking. Like, I'm I'm not going to be rude. I'm not going to, like, judge you. I'm not going to make you feel bad. Like, I'm going to have a great time with you. I'll be up there dancing with you. I'll be up there singing with you. I'll be having a great time with you you're just drinking alcohol and I'm not, like, there's not really a difference there when you actually get down to it, but some, some people do really find a difference, and I'm very grateful and very lucky that my friends are not those types of people, and they respect my decision no matter what, just the same way that I would with them, whatever decision they want to make about anything in their life, I respect that, and I support that, and I will have a great time with you, you know? It's a weird situation, especially being in your early 20s, I feel like 
there is a big thing of just oh everybody in their early 20s drinks but actually not all of us do I personally just do not enjoy it and that is okay but also do not if you're in the same position as me and you don't want to drink alcohol please don't feel forced to drink alcohol because I think I drank it for a little bit longer than maybe I would have chose to because I felt like I needed to in social situations I felt like I had to have a drink with people or else I was gonna look like I was boring or I was going to look like I was going to ruin the night out but you can still have a great time without drinking you can still have a great time and be sober you can have a great time with your friends you can have a great night out without drinking so try not to feel that pressure to drink every time if you don't want to and I feel like we don't need that pressure on ourselves to be drinking or to get like blackout drunk every single time you go out you don't have to if you don't want to but if you do want to there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. You go ahead, you do you, and I'll do me, and we're going to have a great time together. So yeah, that's my experience as a 21-year-old who doesn't drink alcohol, but is sometimes surrounded by people who do drink alcohol. It's a very, like, it's a very, it should be a very normal situation, um, but I feel like it just doesn't really get spoken about enough, that if you don't want to drink, honestly, you do not have to drink, and you can still have just as good of a time, and you can still have a great time with your friends, and you don't have to drink if you don't want to. But if you do want to, that is also fine. You know? You know? You get me? You get me. <laughs> so now we are going to go to another break. And then when we come back, we have our listener dilemma of the week. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So this dilemma that we have this week is an interesting one and it has taken me a little bit of thought to figure out what I would do in this situation. So our dilemma is from Isabel. As I always say, your name will be changed for anonymity purposes just to keep this a very safe place. But if you do ever have a dilemma that you would like to hear me talk about, I will hear what I would do in your situation. And you can send them in to me on the email address station at wizardradio.com or on Instagram or Twitter at Wiz Radio. Send them to me over there and you might be featured in one of these podcast episodes. But this week's dilemma is from Isabel, who says, Hi, I am Isabel and I don't know what to do in this situation. So I was with my ex-boyfriend for three years, which is quite a long time, and he was my first boyfriend. So it has been a really tough breakup for me. Also, the breakup was kind of out of the blue for me, so it hasn't really made it easy. But before we broke up, we booked a holiday this summer together to an all-inclusive hotel in Spain. I have been super looking forward to it as it was going to be my first holiday after all of the issues with COVID. But now it's too late to cancel and get a refund, but we have broken up. I don't know if we should still go on holiday together or if I should just not go. Just to add on, he has made it very clear that he is still going on the trip even if I go or if I don't go. So it's not an option for me to go without him. What would you do in this situation? I am so stuck. 
this is such a hard one. Honestly, when I tell you, I had to really sit down and think about this. And I feel like if you are somebody like me who likes to write down their feelings onto a bit of paper, let's make a pros and cons list. So let's make a pro for if you did go on holiday with him and then a con for if you did go on holiday with him. And then a pros list for if you stayed at home and he went on his own and a cons list for if you stayed at home and he went on his own. Because this is not an easy decision to make. And as you said, you're not gonna be able to get your money back if you don't want to go, which could potentially mean you have spent a lot of money. If you're going in like these school holidays, prices can get really expensive. So you've also spent that money and you're not really getting anything out of it, which is hard and it's not a nice thing to go through. Now, breakups are not easy. And the best way to kind of get through a breakup is to not see that person, to not have to interact with them, to not have to see them every day, to not have to see them in an all-inclusive hotel, which is like a 24-7 type situation. You're not really going to be able to escape him as such, unless it's a really big hotel. Like if it has multiple pools, maybe you could spend one day at one pool, he could be in another one, and then you kind of just have to tough up spending the night in a hotel room together every night. But it's not easy because it depends what type of situation you're in with the breakup. Like if you feel comfortable going on holiday with him, I've seen a ton of TikToks of couples who have broken up and they've still gone on holiday together and they've had a good time as mates. But I don't know if I was in that situation, if I could do that. Now thinking back to my first breakup with my first boyfriend, I was angry. I was so mad for weeks that I could not have gone on a holiday with him. I feel like even now, like this is years and years later, I don't feel like I could go on a holiday with him and have a good time. I feel like I would just be in a bad mood the entire time, even though I'm in another relationship now. Like I'm well over the breakup that I had. I just feel like I couldn't ever go on holiday with an ex and have a good time, you know? Like I just... I can't see myself in that situation being able to enjoy that, but some couples do. So it depends where you are at with the breakup as to how you should move forward. But I feel like this is why writing a pros and cons list could be really useful because you can get out how you're feeling. You can get out right which option is going to be better for you. Should you go on the holiday with him or should you stay at home? I don't really like that he's made it really clear that like, oh, I'm going on the trip whether you're whether you want to come or not, I'm still going to go without you. I feel like that's a bit rude of him, especially if he's the one who broke up with you. Obviously, I don't know the reasons for that breakup, but I feel like that's a little bit rude. But we're going to look past it because what we are thinking about here is whether you should go or you should not go on this trip with him. So there's definitely a lot of factors that come into this here because I love a good holiday. I love to go away on holiday, but the company that you are in when you go away on holiday is also a key part to it. Like if you're with somebody you don't like or you're with somebody who is kind of boring and like because you're broken up, like what are you really going to talk about? Are you going to sit there and have breakfast together or are you literally going to be separate the entire day and just have to share a room in the evening? Like it's going to be a weird situation to be in and maybe if you did go it might be good to sit down with him and kind of put some boundaries on there because like is he going to want to go out partying in the evening? Are you going to want to go out partying in the evening? Like what happens if you met somebody else or you know there's a lot of factors here because that's your ex-boyfriend in your hotel room. You can't really 
you don't want him bringing back people and you don't want to bring back people and it's like not a very comfortable situation to be in so definitely if you do want to go I would say let's sit down and put some boundaries in place but if you don't want to go that's okay I don't know if I could go in this situation but again I love holidays I love being in the sun so like could it be a good situation? Maybe. And you never know. You guys were together for three years. Like, there's a lot of feelings there. You clearly got on for those three years. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been together for that long. So, like, maybe you can enjoy each other's company just for whilst you're on holiday together. You never know what could happen out of it. Like, it could be a good situation for you guys, but it also could be a bad one. So, it's just depending on how you want to go about this situation. So, what I would do is write a pros and cons list. And then based on whatever I've put in the pros, whatever I've put in the cons, I would kind of make my decision from that because I don't know the ins and outs of this situation. So I definitely would say that is a good idea to do just to get your head in the place of, right, do I want to go or do I not want to go? But good luck to you because that is such a hard decision to make. So I really hope it all works out and you make the decision that is best for you. Nobody can tell you what is going to be the best decision that you can make, only you know. So have a sit down, have a think about it, write a pros and cons list if you're anything like me, and I hope you have a great time whatever you do, whether you decide to go, whether you decide to stay, I hope you have a great summer nonetheless, because we're going to enjoy it. This is hot girl summer now for you, so you better enjoy it, Isabel. <laughs> So that has been everything for this week's episode of Somewhat Grown Up with Gemma Miller. It has been wonderful to chat with you and I will speak to you again next week in our new episode. Take care and make sure to put yourself first because you are number one, baby. <laughs> right, I'll see you later. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.